right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Breaks Radio, powered by 247hiphopnews.com. We got work from the Justice League in the building. It's your boy Hayes here, Johnny and Ralph, the Breaks team. Um, yo, yo. <laughs> so we're, we're, we're ready to jump right on into this interview. Uh, Rook, the first question that we want to kind of get off about, and that's that's something that's going on now. You know, Cardi B's album dropped. Nicki this week dropped two more singles. But there seems to be a little a little beef brewing, a, a little a little jab stone back and forth a little bit. Well, mainly from Nikki's side, it seems like Cardi's trying to trying to be, uh, play peacekeeper. But how do you feel? What do you what do you think about everything that Nikki's been saying about how um, her voice changing on motor, motorsport um, being changed and how it was it was Cardi's people who kind of initiated that change? What what do you make of this? Do you think this is going to be something uh, in a couple of weeks? Do you think this is going to fizzle out like mo- most of Nikki's beefs? Um. I honestly, I think, I think it's going to fizzle out. I, I, it's it's a little petty, you know what I mean? Like I don't I don't think it's like a real fucking big deal, you know what I mean? It's like some people make a a mountain out of a molehill, you know what I'm saying? So they don't want to fucking overreact on some bullshit. Like I think, I think they're both dope. I love Cardi B's album. Like I think it's fucking incredible. Well produced, well mixed, well, you know what I'm saying? Like I just um, I'm I'm I hope that they they can you know, squash whatever kind of disagreement or misunderstanding that they have. Because I don't, like, just just looking at the interview, I don't think she really has any animosity or any beef with, with, with her. I think it's just, you know, I mean, she's playing the victim a little bit, the victim role, just a little bit. But, I mean, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, they, they can squash that shit. They, they from New York, like, Cardiff's from the Bronx, and then they, she's from Queens, right? So, yeah. that you said that uh, New York should be unified. I know that, you know, you're from uh, Florida and uh, you work with a lot of Florida talent. So is it like really important to you to make sure that you work with those Florida MCs and artists first before you spread your talent elsewhere? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say first, but I definitely, I want them to be included um, because I've gotten, you know, I've made hit records from writers from Florida. I I got platinum plaques and gold plaques with with, uh, musicians. I got Grammy nominations with, with, with people from florida Talk about it. you know what i'm saying so it's like i try to i try to put them on you know what i'm saying and and um you know because you, you you gotta stay true to to uh you gotta stay true to your hometown you know what i mean so a lot of the talent right. that i work with is from tampa from st Pete, florida you know what i mean so it's you really gotta well to me it's important for me to to help florida you know so, right so are, are there any artists outside of florida that you haven't worked with yet that you want to work with? Um, outside of Florida, like just like yeah. on a, on a on a local just, level, you mean? Or no, like or just, just um like any just any artist. Period. It, it doesn't necessarily have to be a hip hop artist. Are there any artists that you feel like you would like to collaborate with that you haven't collaborated with yet? I mean, I think rap doesn't really challenge me that much. You know what I mean? So I I, I definitely want to go more into the um. The, the pop side, even the rock side, uh, the indie rock side and stuff like that. You know, of course, you know, one of my dream uh, collaborations would be like somebody like Paul McCartney or something like that. You know what I mean? Um, Damn, that's what's up. I've been dabbling. I yeah, I've been dabbling with um with jazz and uh, producing for, you know, for some cats on, on that side. So, um, you know, I'm just trying to expand, really. So. Right. Okay. And uh, let me ask you this. What... Was the uh, music scene like in Tampa when you were coming up? How how did that uh, you get your start? I'm I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't hear you, bro. Oh, uh, what was the uh, music scene like in Tampa, Florida, when you uh, actually came up with the Justice League and everything? How did that uh, you get your start in that producing? Um, I mean, it was it was like a tight knit community, you know. Okay. Yeah, like you had like your underground cats that did like a lot of because there was a lot of New York transplants 
in Tampa. So they did like more a lot of East Coast kind of rap in Tampa, and then and then there was a lot of uh, like really Tampa sounding stuff. Like you had stuff like uh, that Tom G was doing, and you had stuff like Crazy, uh, and my man uh, Tampa Tony who just got got out of prison. You know what I mean? Like um, they call it jerk music. I mean, I know there's versions of jerk music around the country, but in Tampa it's called jerk music, and um, you know. It, to me, the scene was pretty dope because it was either underground, like hip hop, you know, like backpack type shit or like murder type shit. Or it was like club. It was like club shit. Or it was like, you know what I mean? Like fucking um, a song, like the song called Robbery. You know what I mean? Actually, uh, I think T-Pain was on that song when he was with the uh, Nappy Heads and shit. And, uh, okay. you know, uh, Tom G, you know, Tampa Tony, City Boy with it and all that stuff. So it was, it was, it was like dances that went along with the song and stuff and squirrel do the squirrel shit like, like it was a lot of dances that that went because you know florida is it's the home of you know booty booty shaking music you know what i'm saying so yeah that's that's how it was so you know the, the scene back then was it's pretty cool it's pretty diverse you know what i mean and every, every everybody pretty much got along you know <laughs> that's what's up that's what's up so i, I I did hear you say that you're kind of not challenged by hip hop as much anymore. How much of that is to do with just the the way hip hop's changed as far as like the style? It's it's not really about lyricism or the artistry anymore. Um, and how much is it just because you may feel like you've you've almost you've basically done everything as a producer that you can do in the hip hop game? You've 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 got your awards, you've gotten your notoriety. So how much is it that you just kind of want to sharpen that sword by doing other things up? Other other things outside of hip hop, and how much is it just because of the game and how it is now? I I like all types of like it. To me, it's like I think I've done like musically what I could have all that I could do in hip hop. Okay, like whether it's whether it's the trap stuff that I've done, or whether it's the the crazy jazz rock fusion shit that we've done on, on Maybach music and all that shit, and all that crazy shit, all the cinematic shit, the movie shit, and the and the, and the club shit that we've done, like we've done it all, and the R and B shit, and the, you know what I mean, like, like we literally done done like everything, and then we've created a sound, and it's you know I don't think it's because I'm not I'm not challenged because it's the rappers I'm thinking I'm not challenged because it's like I, I, we've done it all like we we fused all the genres together it's like what what else can we do you know what I'm saying yeah. so I was like all right, all right let's do some other shit let's do some you know, I mean, we can choose other shit together, but then you know, there's not many artists that are gonna want to gravitate. Or, I mean, not well, not right now. Then I guess the key would be to get your own artist or get our own artist and and do something like that. You know what I mean? Um, but it's tricky. It's tricky. You just can't. You just can't put people on some weird weirdo shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it has to be the right the right shit. You know what I mean? Right. So it's safe to say if you all did like a Justice for All two album or something of that variance um it'll be a little bit different from the first one um as far as like artists we're working on, a, we, we're working on an ep right now and it's more because the justice for all album was more like stuff that we had in in our in our computers and that we had to like uh, there was a couple songs that we did with future that you know that that we did just for that just for the album so, and, and looping and stuff like that and um so it was, it was stuff that we had out or had in our computer or stuff that that already leaked out so this one is gonna be like all new shit. The EP, okay. I think maybe one song, one song might we might have already had, but this is all new shit. And well, I, I might be speaking too soon. There might be a couple songs on there that we already had, but <laughs> a, lot, a lot of it's new. A lot, a lot of it's new, and it's some pretty, pretty fucking cool um, songs. Like we got some shit with, of course, Ross, and some shit with, with Chris Brown. Not on the same song, but you know, we got oh, yeah. Chris Brown shit, yeah. Ross shit. Uh, what else? Think, I'm trying to think. I think we got some game shit. Um, I don't know. I, we got a lot of shit. We got a lot. Of shit. <laughs> yeah. I feel, I feel, man, I feel we appreciate like, that exclusive. Yeah, right. like that's exactly. a works exclusive. I, I don't know how 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 many people know about that. So a new EP coming. When um when you guys nah, expect to drop? Nobody. Nope. We're gonna drop it. I don't know, man. Cause we we're like fucking man. We're we're perfectionists. So it's like, man, that shit gotta be right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So you know. Plus, we, I think I don't think we have like a single single, so we're gonna wait till we have like a real single, and then we're gonna we're gonna drop it, you know? Yeah. So I think the single's gonna feature. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. So you um, you mentioned that y'all that you all are perfectionists. So 
What what's the process of you guys like producing a track? Do you and Coleon like ever like argue over the types of beats that are made, or argue over like a specific sound or specific drums that are in the beat? Like, what, what what's you all's nah. process? <laughs> nah, we don't argue. <laughs> nah, we don't argue. I think I mean, nah, as long as we've been together, like we don't argue about music. Like it'll be like, alright, cool. That's a that's a that's a cool. Um, that's a cool sound. That's a cool idea. That's you know what I mean. Like it's, but I, you know we 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 work on tracks separately and then we come together. You know what I mean. Um, okay. Sometimes I take lead. Sometimes he takes lead. Or I mean, what's the point of having a team if you ain't making twice the beat? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Facts. Facts. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, like you said, you're a perfectionist, but has there ever been like a beat that you second guessed, but it turned out to be a smash anyway? Yeah. You know. um, I was just talking about this shit earlier because I was on the live stream on Instagram. I was just talking about it. Um, uh, it was Young Jeezy, Fame, with, with T.I. We was in a studio, and we were just, like, just catching duds all night. Like, Jeezy likes to work from scratch. So okay. we in the studio. Yeah, we in the studio. Like, we're making beats, we, we, and we, we're, we're just... We're just catching doves all night. Like, we're just like, fuck, yeah, this, this idea don't work. This idea don't work. This idea like, fuck, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just going through, I'm going through my computer, going through ideas and skeletons. And it was like, um, and I played that one, Fame. And you know how the record starts off? It's like real slow, like a weird, not electro, with a weird, like a trance. It's a trance record. It was like, it starts yeah. off with that fucking long ass trance intro. And, and geez, like, and I, I passed it real quick because I didn't think he would like it. Cause you know, it was like some raw ass hip hop shit. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. and we've done some hip hop shit with Jeezy before, but this, that shit was like super like a drum break, raw, you know what I'm saying? Like some East Coast shit. You know what I mean? So I, I passed it right away. Cause I was like, nah, I don't know. And Coleon was like, yo, play that shit. Fuck it. And I was like, all right. Yeah, I just didn't want to be let down by like you say fuck it, you know what I'm saying? Fuck that beat, you know what I mean? So I played yeah. that long ass intro. He was just into that shit, you know what I mean? And, and then that that beat drop, he was like, woo! He just like started rapping this shit. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, okay. He likes it. He likes it. So and then we did the record. Shit. Next thing, next thing we know, that was his lead single on uh TM103. I was like, oh shit. And he called me up, like, yo, I got T.I. on that bitch. T.I., if you remember, T.I. just got out of jail. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was the first yeah. shit that he did. That was the first shit that he did when he got out of jail. And the first time people saw him live was at the BT Hip Hop Awards that year. And so he fucking, he came out, he did the verse. That's the first time anybody heard that record. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, yo. So to answer your question, yeah, that, that record right there, I had no, no idea that that shit would be a smash. I had no idea that shit would fucking, that he, he would even like that record. You know what I mean? So, yeah. That's, that's crazy. That brings yeah. me to a question. So you, 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 you guys have worked with Jeezy from his first album. Like, so what, what's the growth that you saw in Jeezy from, from then into the artist he's become now? And is that something that you, that you foresaw in him when you worked with him the first time? Uh, I mean, I knew he was special the first time we met him. He was like, but he was like rough. He was like a street a street nigga, you know what I mean? So it was like, he was like street nigga, street, street nigga, you know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't, and wasn't nothing fake about Jesus, nothing, you know what I mean? So it was like, he and he was just so fucking, like he had that charisma, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, fuck, this, this motherfucker's a star. And this is before he even got signed or anything. It was like, yo, this, and he was already big in Atlanta, just as a rapper and just as a, as a, as, as a celebrity, as a famous person in Atlanta, you know what I mean? Because yeah. he was running with yeah. BMF and shit, you know what I mean? Or Meech, you know? Yeah. So we met all of them. We met Jeezy at Noontime Studios back in the day. I was like, yo, this kid is this, yo, this motherfucker is incredible. Like, he, like he wasn't rapping like nobody else at the time. Because you got to remember at the time, like, it was a lot of New York shit going on. Like, Fat Joe, like, Lean Back and all that, and Nas and, and Jay. Like, all that shit was popping at the time, like, around 2003 and shit. You know what I mean? You had, like, Ja Rule and all that shit. You know what I mean? So it was, like, that time. And and Ludacris and all that. And then, but Jesus came in with that super slow flow. I was like, yo, this this motherfucker is is, is incredible. Like, I've never heard nothing like it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And his growth 
was crazy because he was super street, but you tell he was like crazy smart. He was crazy intelligent. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't dumb at all. Like he wasn't like you know, saying some some cats out here out here that be getting arrested twenty twenty times a year and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, but he he was super smart with his business, and um, and just him growing and experiencing shit from album to album and traveling the world and shit. Like he like he just got it. And of course, you know him being around Hov and being around all the all, all all the you know what I'm saying the legacy rappers and the and the businessmen. Like he 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 got it. Like he understood it. And he, he knew how to adjust. And that's what, you know, this is corporate, corporate thuggies, entertainment, you know what I mean? So it was like, he, he stayed true to that, you know what I mean? Cause, and now he's, you know, he's, he's definitely grown, definitely grown. You know what I mean? Right. <clears throat> so you, you mentioned being like in the studio with Jeezy and like making the beat from scratch. How often do you guys have like artists in the studio with you where you actually make the beats for them versus? When you guys make a beat and just send it to an artist, oh, it it all depends. You know what I mean? Like you know, nowadays in 2018, it's you know the rappers they they want to do shit really really quick. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. want to do shit really really quick. So, um, so we'll have beats on the catalog and all that, and um, and they'll rap on the catalog. And sometimes, like we just got in with um. With this um, with this kid named uh, Q the Fool who signed the um, the Rock Nation, he's from uh, Maryland, and he never really got in the studio and like done beats from scratch before, or done songs from scratch. So we, so so you know, I was like, fuck, let's do it. So we did it, made a banger. So you know, it, I think it all depends. You know what I mean? Like like what they're in the mood for. Like it's, you know, that's what's up. Uh, okay. You know, yeah. Well, I, let me ask you this: Like, clearly that uh, you, you and your partner are big DC fans, right? So now that the Justice League movie has finally come out, they they blessed us with that, right? <laughs> Did you even enjoy yeah, the movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you say? My bad, my bad, bro. Oh uh, no, I was saying like I know I know you guys are big DC fans because you named you know obviously your your, your production crew <laughs> Justice League. Did you enjoy the movie that they finally made? <laughs> I mean, it was. Ah, uh, you know. <laughs> tell, tell the truth. You know. Tell the truth, man. Ah, yeah. I think that says it I all, mean, man. It, it, it had its moments. It had its moments. You know what I mean? It had its moments, but it, uh, you know, it was, the first time I saw it, I was like, all right, that was cool. Then I saw it again, I was like, ah, that was kind of whack. <laughs> that was kind of whack. <laughs> It was, it was better than Batman was versus be Superman, though. I knew it was going to be that way. It wasn't like Star Wars. Was like, I thought that shit was going to be incredible when I finally saw it. I was like, what the fuck is this bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, fucking Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker drinking fucking titty milk and shit. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going Listen. on in this goddamn movie? Listen. <laughs> okay. I got, I'm glad you brought this up because I, I have not talked about this on my podcast. I need to get this off my chest. Luke Skywalker <laughs> growing up was the best, the greatest hero of all time. And they treated that man like a chump in that movie. Like, come on, man. And he went out at the end on a rock. Come on, dog. How does, yeah, how does nigga gonna save the galaxy? You know what I'm saying? He just gonna go Go fucking far away and just become a little bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like he was a little he was a little bitch in the first movie, and then he became a fucking Jedi. He was a hero, just like you said. And this nigga became a bitch again. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, they they fucked that whole shit up. You know what I'm saying? Ray fucked his it. ass up in that movie. Ray, he got his ass fucked up by a girl. Like Luke Skywalker. Come on, man. I'm still mad about yeah. this. I'm pissed off about this, man. <laughs> yo. Well, That's Billy, I'm a big Star Wars fan. Anybody knows I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I'm like, yo, they fucked up on that movie. They fucked up on that movie. And I had no expectation of what they was going to do with the story. I didn't have nothing made up in my mind, like a fake fan storyline or whatever. So I just, I came in there like ready to accept what the fuck was going to happen. And I'm seeing this shit. This, this nigga drinking titty milk and this motherfucker riding on horses and shit. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is this shit, man? But here's, here's the bad thing, though. Here's the bad thing. When episode nine comes out, you're going to be there day one, though, right? Absolutely. I'm exactly. like, I hope they fucking fix this shit. I hope they make episode eight make sense. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm going to be there. I 
Billy gonna be there like a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, I feel that man. The next question that we got, and this this is one that we we ask all our guests is if you had to, to bet your life on someone delivering a hot sixteen, any artist, uh-huh. who you who you bet? Uh-huh. Any artist? Any artist. A hot sixteen, any artist? Any um, artist. That- Dead or alive, or just alive right now? We'll do a live right uh, now. Yeah, live right now. Alive right now, I'm going to say um, anybody alive, shit. I can, I mean, that's easy. I, I say, you know, it's between, it's between Hope and Nas, of course. You know what I'm saying? Okay. 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 So I'm also partial okay. to Royce of 5 9 because he's, he's fucking yes. incredible. And I'm yes. Saying, that's that's not ready. Thanks. Yes, yes, and all three of us are huge Royce Five Nine fans. It's 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 terrible the fact that his career never reached a a level higher than what it did. Like his artistry has been on point. Like anyone who goes back and look over his catalog, what he's done cannot be argued. But the fact that he did not cross over in the mainstream. It's one of the biggest travesties to me in hip hop, man. It sucks because the guy's so versatile and he's a he's a hip hop purist. Like just hearing the guy talk about rap. Is amazing. Yeah, he now nah, he's incredible. He, he's an incredible person too. You know what I mean? Um, so you know, I, I, you know, I, I can't, I can't really speak for him. You know what I mean? Like, I think, I mean, he's successful and he's, um, you know, he, he, he's living good like a motherfucker. I will tell you that. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. But I, I understand what you're saying. Like, he, he, he's not considered like, um, like one of those, like a, like a Jay Z or something or, or Lil Wayne. You know, you know what I mean? Like, he's not considered yeah. one of those. He's not like yeah. super mainstream, you know what I mean? But maybe he just, maybe he likes that. Maybe he likes being where, where he is because he's I, I don't know. You know I, I can't I can't speak for him. I I'm just assuming right now at this point but um he's definitely one of the best like he's probably one of the best living rappers out right now. Like there's there's not many people that can that can that can out out outdo him in rap, you know what I mean? Like not that many people. Yeah. Not that many people. Yeah, I, you know, I mean, there's other people that got bars. You know, like I, I love Fred the Godson. I, I think he got bars like a motherfucker. Um, mm-hmm. And they're real slick. And they're real slick with it too. I, I like his bars. I like uh, cro- Crooked Eyes, Crazy. I mean, mm-hmm. the whole slaughterhouse is fucking nuts. And then you got, uh, you know, TDE guys. You know, Kendrick and J Rock is incredible. I, I don't think J Rock gets gets enough credit. You know what I'm saying? As far as his skills, his rapping skills, that motherfucker is nice. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. That's a fact. I I, I tell people nine double oh five nine is like a very slept on album. No, I I didn't hear anybody really talk about the album. The album was great. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, man. He's dope, man. He's dope. You know what I'm saying? I think um. Yeah, but to, but but to your point, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like I I, I think Royce likes where where he's at, but I will say that um. His album that's about to drop, the book of Ryan, that shit is incredible. Oh. It's incredible. Okay. Um, we did Any Justice League production on, on there that we should look out for? Yeah, we worked on it. Yeah, we worked on it, but we didn't I don't think the tracks that we worked on made this album. And this and the mm-hmm. shit. And, and if those tracks that we did they made the album, I already know that fucking album is incredible. Because the shit that we did is fucking amazing. I'm talking about amazing, amazing. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. if those didn't make the album, I I already know what the fuck is gonna happen. That this fucking album gonna be fucking incredible, you know what and I mean? It's like the prime, the prime two album was fucking. That shit was fucking nuts, super nuts. So, so that brings me to my to, and this would be the last question before we get give you a chance to plug your social media and everything. But you bringing up that you had uh, records that didn't make this uh, this Book of Ryan album. How many? How many? Yeah. How many absolute hits are out there that have not seen the light of day that's been produced by the Justice League? If you had to just put a bro, number, I was man. I'm gonna tell you this though. I was I was on Instagram the other day. Uh, I was just playing random shit from my computer. Like, I, dog, it had to been at least twenty records I was playing from, you know, from people like Mace to the Clips to. Uh, the clips? Oh yeah. my god! Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah, I, I had a moment. I got like, all these just fucking imagine, records. I got I'm just imagining, like you know, the clips on one of y'all beats, man. Oh, bro. <laughs> yeah, nah, she's incredible. Fucking, it, it's it's nasty. It's nasty, like a motherfucker. 
So how hard is it when you know you got hits right there that aren't aren't released? Is it to just not go ahead and give it to the people? Like, I, is it? I, you're a professional, so uh, us being fans is a little bit differently. But it, it has to be. Sometimes you sitting there looking like, man, if I leak this right now, I'll set the internet on fire. Yeah, nah, we wouldn't do that. I mean, we would get permission and all that. You know what I'm saying? Just make make sure everybody's cool with it before we put it out there. So, I mean, I just gave people a sneak peek on Instagram, you know what I mean? Absolutely. My story and shit. So it's gone now. It's, it's been over 25 hours. So that shit's gone. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, there's a lot of shit. We had Mary J. Blige shit, Clips, who else? Uh, fucking, what do we have? Man, I, I had some shit. I had a lot of, I don't know, of course, raw shit. We got a ton of raw shit. Uh, man, just uh, some Jeezy stuff, uh, some T.I. stuff. We had a lot of shit, you know what I mean? Like, it was just, I was just kind of just going through them real quick, you know what I mean? Just unreleased this, unreleased that, unreleased this. But, damn, you know, damn. people was fucking with it, and, you know, fuck it. Well, see, you know what I'm like, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't just leave it out, man, because I know fans want to hear that shit. And, but, you know, I, I, I'm professional, but I can't, you know, I don't want to get in trouble with people. Absolutely. I like, I like right. doing with people. Absolutely. Good like, you know? Yeah, yeah, don't want to burn no bridges, but uh, I mean, you, 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 you just gave everyone a reason if they're not already to go follow you in your social media. So go ahead and tell the people where they can follow you, so that way if they can ever get a couple more snippets of some unreleased stuff, they already be prepared. Yeah, nah, just follow me on Instagram, fucking uh, Rook Flair, R O O K F L A I R, Rook Flair, one word. I be on that motherfucker tripping and shit, going crazy. I was just live on that motherfucker just before I uh. Got on the call with you guys. All right. Just, well, just making beats and playing beats. Fellas, you heard him, man. You heard where to go follow him to hear some some unreleased, maybe, maybe just some sneak peeks at some stuff every once in a while, some stuff you may be working on. Welcome to Tea Time with I'm Just Saying. I'm Ayana. I'm Jessica. And all aboard the Hot Mess Express. Choo-choo! All right, let's get right to it. So, uh, Sway Lee of Ray Shrimmerd is in the middle of an abusive love triangle. His alleged side piece, Katrina Tate, has been repeatedly assaulted by Sway Lee's current girlfriend, Marlicia Ortiz. Over the weekend, Katrina took to Instagram to explain the situation, claiming the girlfriend attacked her on three occasions, one of which she posted the video. Now, Jess, have you seen this video? Yes, girlfriend. Have you? This bitch is violent. This bitch has hands on her. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no. It's it's a it's a little scary. Um, graphic. And yeah. I mean, if you're gonna be the side bitch, you gotta have hands too, though. Like. Okay. <laughs> okay. And if this is the third time, you would think that you know after the first time, you like that. Oh, fuck that. I'm bringing my fucking blade with me because in case this bitch try to pop up again right and then after the second time i'd have been like listen i can't fuck with you no more <laughs> i'm done <laughs> or call the fucking police who like she's in a toxic ass relationship who the fuck condones two ass beatings and then no, three these will get so involved right no 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 yes no so like the video that she posted to her instagram she clearly has a black eye so she she definitely got fucked up and she got her purse stolen which apparently was a gift from sway lee but the girlfriend was like nah bitch that's my shit right she was like huh you thought bitch Eh, it's mine So, yeah, so this girl who she goes by KB Tate on Instagram. So, like you said, she took it to Instagram and she basically just tried to plead her case. And she's basically saying that she wants justice for this ass whooping that she got that, you know, it's been six months and she comes back again. So, I mean, what do you what do you think, Yana? You think she deserved this ass whooping or what? I, well, I don't condone, you know, girl-on-girl violence. I think that the person that should have their ass beat is Sway Lee, for one. Two, Where the fuck he at? Yeah, like, <laughs> like, what are you saying about this? He has nothing to say about it. Um, <laughs> two, I just think that, um, honestly, I feel like she keeps walking into it. I think after the first time, granted, she should not have been in the altercation in the first place after the first time she should have been like man it ain't worth it like is the dick really that good to be getting your ass beat three times like right. i ain't got time bitch, for this shit take some nah she need to take like kickboxing jujitsu like you need to fucking brush up on some something like you yeah you need to learn to get some 
moves on you before you get fucked up again. Because you know a fourth time gonna come. <laughs> if she don't stop fucking around, she needs to. She right. Move. Miss Ortiz does not play. Okay. <laughs> Leave her man alone. Okay. <laughs> All right. So R&B singer Sabrina Claudio is in hot water because of an old account discovered on Twitter. The now deleted account named oh damn you're ugly had several disparaging tweets towards black women she has since apologized for the account but is she canceled all right i really i like her you know i'm not gonna lie i just started listening to her like three hours ago so i can't call myself a loyal fan but homegirl could sing and see i wanted to give her a pass just because i'm like oh maybe it wasn't meant like that and then you showed me hella receipts so yo that this shit is so upsetting it's so so upsetting like there's no like i think she had made a tweet like i want to be a black girl for halloween but what the fuck does that even mean like seriously like what what the fuck does that mean i i don't know i mean she said things like um basically insinuating that having darker skin is is not a good thing um she's said things like i feel sorry for any black girls with no ass um she's throwing the n-word around this i mean it was terrible granted the um the tweets were from when she was about 14 15 years old so it was a few years ago she's now 21 however I just feel like these are not feelings that just kind of go away. Um, If you felt that way then, you probably still have an inkling of that kind of feeling now. Um, As Jess said, I I was actually listening to her more than three hours ago. Um, um, She's an amazing singer, such a talented artist. So it's really disappointing because I was like putting people onto her and you know promoting her shit and now it's like well damn fuck you bitch i'm like i'm not with it no more right but um i was and not that i'm taking up for any size but i just you know about when i started reading about her and whatever so she's like half cuban and half puerto rican i think but whatever the fact that she's cuban if you know cubans you know that they think they're the shit they think they are the superior you know hispanic race like they they think they're so white. I really think they they think they're white, but they they think they're like the the top class Hispanic. Which honestly, the Spanish that Cubans speak no no shade. I love I have a lot of Cuban friends, but that fucking Spanish is worse than Puerto Rican Spanish. Like that shit is just <laughs> so We all know <laughs> Colombia has the best accent, but anyway. <laughs> but you know, so I was thinking that maybe you know her racism kind of stemmed from that, just mm-hmm. because Cubans have that mentality. Not saying that it's okay. I'm not giving her no passes, but I'm just saying like. What if maybe, you know, right, let me shut the fuck up. I'm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no excuse. This no. Year, that's it. <laughs> the hot topic of the week has been Tristan Thompson's infidelity. Just days before the birth of their baby girl, Thompson of the Cleveland Cavaliers has been caught on camera cheating on Khloe Kardashian on numerous occasions. He was spotted just last weekend around New York with a young lady and in D.C. with two women back in October. So what do you think of this, Jess? He's a mess. He is a mess, an entire mess. How? How? Like, how? And clearly, right, he has an M.O. Mm -hmm. He likes playing pregnant girls out like that is his shit pretty much yes so like you know a lot i saw a lot of people on twitter and on social media basically trying to bash chloe a little bit and in saying that you know how you get them is how you lose them and while sometimes that might be true i think i don't think it's the right time and it's really unfair especially for someone who is literally about to give birth this this story came out two days before she gave birth to their child so imagine how you know you're feeling I I could imagine just being extremely upset and then having to you know welcome a child into the world and you have to kind of put that all aside while you're side-eyeing this nigga next to you like okay right (laughs) I'll deal with this later so it's a super unfortunate situation yeah but did you also hear that apparently there's this other side chick who goes by the name Stephanie she's Dike, an IG model, and she took to IG on Tuesday to expose Tristan with like supposedly a sex tape where he's in it 
and where supposedly she's also claiming that um, she's pregnant too. What? So, yeah, yo, like literally, uh, Chloe, I'm so, so sorry you have to go through this. Like you said, Yana, it, the past is the past. She's, this, this is not okay. This is not everything that he, girl. <laughs> Let me tell you. And then, like, I don't know. It, it's it's a tough situation to be in. Uh, it's a tough situation to kind of judge because you never know. Like, she she might just forgive him. She might just uh, sweep it to the side and maybe start anew. But I would be more offended in the fact that he was so sloppy with how he did it. Like, he didn't even try to not get caught. Like, like, yes. Like, what do you mean? He's in opening doors, walking <laughs> in the lobby with the bitch. Like, it, messy. He's messy. And then at a club, nigga? Really? Right. He was, like, making out with two women and putting his motorboat in Motor- them. Like, mm-hmm. what? First of all, that is some young nigga shit. Because what are you in a club motorboating a bitch? And this ain't a strip club. This is a hookah bar. Right. <laughs> hookah. I'm telling you. Put it on and popping. The hookah get the party started. But, but um, nah, you know what? Like, you, yeah. I'm not even surprised though. Like, I feel like that's kind of like a theme with these celebrities. Like, they just can't keep it in their pants at all. Look at right. Kevin Hart. It's unfortunate. And then, like, the fact that they're cheating on them while they are with child. Like, you couldn't wait. You couldn't put it on ice for nine months, my nigga. They couldn't do that Because that's karma. They well, say, you know, you hurt a pregnant person. Or you even insult or say something bad about a pregnant person. You're going to hell immediately. Well, yeah. Like, my mom always tells me, if you say no to a pregnant girl, you're going to get a sty on your eye. Shit is real out here. <laughs> <laughs> you never heard that. No. Well, in that case, that's funny as hell. Anyway, congratulations to Chloe and her new baby. Uh, no congratulations to Tristan, he can kick rocks. No good night to you, nigga. <laughs> well, that has been tea time with I'm Just Saying on the Breaks Radio. Be sure to check us out on I'm Just Saying Podcast, your bi-weekly podcast for all things real, raw, and in-between, available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Uh, we gotta talk about Cardi B. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta rehash that from last week. We gotta, we gotta keep that same energy, fellas. Like <laughs> first, first, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm not. We not gonna skip over. We not gonna skip over. Let's <laughs> the poll. Let's let's get to the poll. I want to go. I want to go do you like that, Johnny? Because I feel like you, you know, you won on that. Like so, we gotta, we gotta talk about it. <laughs> Thank you. That's all. Like y'all got what was, the, what was the official uh, Twitter poll results? Like what was that? I'm trying to go far this day. Hold on. Okay. So the final results are 38 percent yes, 62 percent no. Okay. Okay. Now I I can I'll be a man of my word and admit that Johnny was right at least on that front. But when you look at <laughs> But when you look at the landscape of social media that day, come on now, let's and, let's let. <laughs> and I bet you, I guarantee you, of those of those people who answered no, at least uh-huh. two thirds of them bought the album. <laughs> <laughs> right, he said bought the album. He didn't say listen. He said, right, he said bought. But I I love I love the you know I guess the social media thing of it. Like her name was trending on Twitter. They don't give you icons on Twitter, you know, for anything, right? Mm-hmm. So you type in invasion of privacy, you got the little Cardi icon or whatnot. But uh, let's get into the album, fellas. Let's just talk about the music. We can stay on the hype all day. What do you think about the album? I'll start with you, CEO. I I, I like the album. I fully enjoy the album. I, I like oh. more songs on it than what I don't. Um, and like I said, I went into the album not expecting lyricism. I didn't judge it like I would a, a, a Royce 5'9", a J. Cole. I judged it like I would a... A Little John album back in the day, so to say. Like, it, it, for the cuts, for what it is, it, she has several hits. Listen, Bickenhead is, be prepared. All of May and June, you're going to be hearing Talk. Bickenhead all over the place. Be prepared. Talk. Talk. I'm going to be pissed because that's like my least favorite song on the album. <laughs> really? Go ahead, go ahead, Johnny. Go I, I don't, like, I understand the whole um, trying to pay homage to Ch- Chickenhead, which is a hood mm. classic, but mm. I don't think Bickenhead was a good attempt at that. Mm. 
Okay. But that's just me though. Okay. Like, <clears throat> any other, you know, any other highlights on the album, or you just ah. Cardi? <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna say this: Cardi's probably gonna have the hardest intro of 2018. She was talk, she was talking her shit like she was I, letting y'all know she it set the tone for the whole album for me. I agree. Like the intro was one of the highlights of the album for sure. I mean, I like Drip, uh, you know, the, with the Migos feature, feature, uh, Bick and Head. Uh, Best Life with Chance was a curveball. Like, let's talk about that. Like, it was a few other features on this when the album actually came out than when we actually saw the track listing. I was now, very disappointed in that. Now, I would say with those features, they didn't necessarily take away from the vibe of the album. It was still, you know, a nice, cohesive project, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you had YG on there. I think you had SZA, Kalani as well. Mm-hmm. So, so those features just, just kind of worked. And also, can we talk about Oprah co-signing this? I know you guys seen it. Come on now. Sam, do y'all really think Oprah is listening to this album? Yes, I think she does. Hell no. <laughs> Oprah doesn't listen to rap. <laughs> but she co-signed the Cardi feature. And then this is the thing with this. I guess people have this thing about Oprah and like her disdain for rap that she can't listen to a Cardi B album when she's cool with like Jay and Ice Cube and all these other rappers. She ain't listen to their shit. <laughs> Like they, she did with them on some like you know social political or we in out in the hood handing out quarter waters like you know that type of stuff like you know she's not listening to you know rap but right. I feel like she took a chance on her party and Atlantic did not pay Oprah like how much money do you think <laughs> Atlantic can come up with to pay Oprah Winfrey to Nothing. post something. Nothing. Nothing. Damn, Oprah was not listening. That picture was taken out of Oprah's magazine and put on Instagram, and somebody put the caption. Hey, come on. Wait, wait, wait. I swear, I swear, if they come out with a big and head video and Oprah is in the video, matter of fact, if any. Listen, if 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 somebody has a video of Oprah even listening to Bickin Head, I'm done. I'm done. Like that's it. Like I'm just, I'm, <laughs> my life is done because I'm a, I'm gonna be laughing. I'm gonna laugh myself to death. I, I I personally enjoyed the post. Like I was literally in tears. Like when me and Johnny recorded Oversaturated, I I like when I explained it to, I was like I was really crying. Looking at, it, I was like, bro, like this is Oprah, like Oprah, like Oprah Winfrey, like the Queen is spoken, like it's nothing else to say. Drop, oh, like what? <laughs> what else do you have to talk about? <laughs> I want to, I want to introduce this, this, this uh, question to you guys. Like you see, you know, Nicki Minaj dropped the the uh, album art, or so you know, whatever for those singles. Are we excited about this? Nope. And <clears throat> I tell you why, okay. it's. And I think you mentioned this on social media, Ralph. Like the last time she dropped some some album art, we got Anaconda, and we all know how that song turned out. Terrible, horrible, trash. trash. <laughs> if 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 Nicki Minaj is not rapping, if she not spitting on this song, like mm-hmm. I don't I don't care. I don't want to hear it. I don't I don't want to see people talking about it. None of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's so much she can do with Chun Li, like. So many flip like if she doesn't you and Nicki Minaj has a track record of not utilizing like names and beats and shit like she should as a rapper. So mm-hmm. I'm expecting this to be trash. So, but the, that's but all the, I got. The Nicki fans are gonna go crazy over it regardless. Like I'm telling you right now, there 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 are Beyonce, Drake, and Nicki Minaj can do the whole putty tang thing where they just release a, a song and they're just <laughs> and people will go crazy <laughs> over like. <laughs> That's the level they're at right now. Damn. Facts. But that's true though. Like this, that's true. Very, very true. Like, uh, like, like Johnny said. Like, I mean, pretty much. I think we're all saying the same sentiment. I'm not decided. Uh, now, will I listen? Yeah, I'll listen because in hopes that Nikki will give me something that is actually worth listening to. That I still have this much, you know, you know, this much, you know, in the tank for Nikki. Just hoping that something will be good. Because I know that it's there. You know what I'm saying? Now, hopefully it's not really Safari. Like, I'm not, you know, really trying to go that route. But, Safari, like, the music ain't been the same since Safari left. And it's clear. It's clear. Like, she can make that pop song, but where they rap? Where they rap at? Which know. is interesting because none of Safari's rap songs are really that good. But he sounds like how Nicki used to sound. True. None, and they, you could have just said none of Safari's songs sound that good. Like you didn't have to say rap songs. You could have just said none of the Safari songs sound that good. But oh, continue. Well. I'm sorry. Facts. Fact. But, 
<laughs> now let's let's. I, I think I think we we've, we've had enough like with the Cardi, you know, the Cardi uh, album review, and you know, at least talking about Nicki and what she has, quote unquote, coming up. We'll probably discuss that next week. Uh, but let's get into Aubrey, Drake, Graham, Six God. I'm trolling when I say that because I'm not, you know, a huge Drake fan. I don't want people to misconstrue that. <laughs> I say those names like that. But he dropped the track on Friday in the, I want to say the wee hours, like the club hours. Nice for what? Now, what are our initial reactions to this song? I'm not going to front. Um, I haven't heard it yet. <laughs> if, you, if you've heard a Drake song, you've heard it. Oh, Period, yeah. point blank. Yes, I, I would definitely say that. You, you're not missing anything, per se. <laughs> and I'm not, and I'm not surprised by that. <laughs> well, let's see, what's your thoughts, man? Listen, it's it's a Drake single. It's when Drake is get, drop randomly drops a single. It's about summertime. It makes sense. This is what Drake does. It it it's a very Drake like single. The video, yeah. I don't even watch music videos, but I was I checked this out just because of all the people that were in it. It was all right. Like it, okay. It, it was. This is just Drake. It's, I mean, it's Drake being Drake. I have nothing left to say other than that. I'm not excited for it. I didn't hate it. I didn't like it. It's going to be on the radio at least ten times. On my, or just on my way <laughs> to work. Hour. Exactly. An hour. So like, yeah, it is know. what it is, man. That's that's how I feel. Oh, like. let, let me ask y'all this. Let me ask y'all this. So the that single was dropped last Friday. Mm-hmm. How soon do y'all think the album's coming? Oh, probably in like two to three weeks. I was thinking the same thing. Probably two to three weeks. Like, cause I was in the, like, this is the power of the machine that's behind Drake. I'm in the gym 12 hours later and it's on XM radio. I'm like, the fuck? Like, I can't <laughs> get away from this song already. <laughs> like, it just, like, it literally just came out. Now, I will say this. Like, the song isn't, like, it's not bad. It's just a Drake song. Like, when you understand what Drake does, he makes these songs that kind of pander to women. And that's what exactly he's doing. Like, this song, you're not going to get away from this song if you go to a bar or a club or, you know, some party. You're going to hear it. Radio, wherever. You're going to hear the song because women want to hear this song. You have the infectious Lauryn Hill sample with the New Orleans uh, bounce music influence. And that's one thing I, I hate about Drake. We don't know what Drake sounds like. Drake, Drake is the Shang song of. <laughs> he of steals music. the soul. He steals the soul of every region. Yes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's literally who Drake is. Oh man, oh, that was good. That's good. Shang song. I like that. But I mean, the video. Like once you get, like, I think John, if you see the video, you can kind of be like, all right. I don't really know what he's talking about in the song. I really even haven't paid attention that much. Like, I think it's just something like, you don't have to be nice to these niggas, and that's all I got. But I don't know what he's saying. Like, because, <laughs> oh <laughs> but you have these powerful images of black women in the video, which I think is dope. You know what I'm saying? You got Yari in there in a Harvard hoodie. I was like, okay, I see you, Queen. Right. Tiffany Haddish, you know, Rashida Jones, Letitia Wright in there. You know, so it's like, you know, you see a mix of, you know, black women doing their thing in the industry in this video, and you barely see Drake. That's better. That's that's commendable. Yeah. I mean, but you know, he you know why he's doing that. Come on now. Well, yeah. And the yeah. album's coming. Like, you know the album's on the way. Oh, yeah, it's definitely on the way. But do we have any <laughs> well, I'm gonna ask a rhetorical question, but I'm gonna ask it anyway. Are you guys having any expectations for this album from Drake? Fuck no. Of course, of course not. <laughs> of course not. I mean, since we don't <laughs> Who the has time for another playlist for Drake? podcaster in me had to ask that question, even though I knew the answer. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I'm going to listen to it. Like, I, I'm not going to, like, I shit on Aubrey, but I listen to his music hoping that, like, I have that same energy for Nicki that I have for Drake. Like, I listen to, like, certain songs that Drake used to rap on. I'm like, man, what happened to this guy? I don't know. But, eh, I'm off that. But, the main, the main topic of you know this this <laughs> breaks radio episode, uh, we we sat down, we came up with a concept. We was thinking like, how can we introduce hip hop to somebody that's never been you know uh, you know into introduced to the culture? So we was thinking like, how could we do this? So we came up with a starter pack, a five item starter pack. What can you give to somebody that needs to know about the culture real quick to get jump right into it? That's pretty much how I looked at it. Now. <laughs> this is gonna be interesting. We're gonna start at five and work our way to one, fellas. Let's oh, start at rank. They they rank. Well, I, I rank mine. Like I mean, but if you just have a starter pack, we don't have to do that. But we can just say five. 
what's your fifth item or okay. you know just your item whatever right okay cool? All right. yeah i'll let y'all two go first <laughs> <laughs> well since, since since johnny went there we'll go go with you ceo first man so, <laughs> no, I'm never ashamed. So, like, the way I looked at this is I wanted to everything that hip hop influences. And so that's more than just the music. It's, it's the culture. So mm-hmm. the the first thing that I think needs to be in your in your hip hop starter pack is absolutely a pair of J's. OK, OK. Fashion. I like Fashion. that. Yeah. I, and see, I almost went Chuck's here, but this is a new generation. They don't know about that. So I went J's. Not really. They don't. They don't. I'll, I'll, I'll go with mine. I, I actually have now. Somebody might like this. I don't know if you guys will. Uh, videos of Ric Flair promo. Oh, I think I think Ric Flair is like undoubtedly like a, a hip hop like influencer. <laughs> like even if you don't look at him as a rapper, because when you think about Ric Flair, you think about this braggadocious guy, fly, dress real well, talk his shit. He's a you know chained up, bloused up, like you know like Joe Budden say, bloused up. <laughs> he, uh, he had the ladies, and I mean, he really looks the part. Like Migos, like I mean, well, Migos has a, like a song with him featured in the video, Ric Flair Drip. So, <laughs> like you see it, like you see his influence throughout hip hop, just throughout the braggadocious and shit talking. The you know, I guess you could say womanizing. Let's just go there. And but oh, I would Flair was absolutely a womanizer. Like there's no. <laughs> <laughs> There's no fans of much I, know, I, know. I was trying to make it sound cool, but then I thought about it. I was like, yeah, he was a womanizer, but you know. <laughs> but I definitely would include Ric Flair promo. That's funny. Johnny? So in, in creating my starter pack, I tried to like like CEO was saying, like, try to stick to the elements of hip hop because there are yeah. all four different elements. Um so I guess my first one would be the art of rap documentary. Mm-hmm. Have y'all seen that? Yeah, I've seen uh, so I, I so think like, it was produced by Ice T. Uh-huh. And he he basically interviewed a a whole bunch of rappers uh, spanning different um, decades in hip hop, and that detailed how each of those individual MCs like wrote their songs or wrote their stories or wrote their albums, things like that. So that that'll be my first one. Okay. Well, I'll kick it off with my next one, and then I'll let you go, Jadis. But uh, I have turntables. I think that's very simple. But just the art of DJing, like I really, I really wanted to be a DJ when I was a kid, cause like you know, just real sidebar. Like in the Source magazine, they had like a lot of ads and stuff. Like, I was like, oh man, I get some turn turns to be a DJ. I could be like DJ Khaled right now, you know, trolling. But like, I really enjoyed the art form of like true DJing. Like anybody can make a playlist, right? But I'm talking about like records, Actual. you know, getting some vinyls, coming up, you know, like scratches and you know those type of mixes and things like that. So I really want. Somebody that you know never been influenced or being that knows that knows nothing about hip hop to have a set of turntables and you know start DJing. Johnny, I'm gonna go to you. All right, so for my next one, uh, and y'all follow me on this. Okay. I'm trying. Um, what I wanted to do was encompass the dance portion of hip hop. Okay. So I, I have a collection of I guess dances, maybe like on video or something for a person to view. So first, I got the mo- the movie breaking. Y'all, I know y'all seen that. So the next the next few that I'm about to name are just dances. So I guess I'll put all of these on video and share with you. Name the monastery. I'm done with you, cuz. Listen, kid and play. I got the I got the kid and play. (laughs) I got the kid and play. Okay. I got the the pergolator. I got the chicken. I got the chicken head. I got the walk it out. And I got my personal favorite. Uh oh. The chicken noodle soup. Okay. But you gotta throw in, you gotta throw in snap, snap dancing in a pool palace. You gotta do pool palace. <laughs> okay. I mean, I get it because dance is a big part of hip hop. Yes. Like it, yes. it's part of the elements. But you know, I think that's dope. See you on you, man. My next one is a film, and you guys, I kind of leaked this to you guys when we were talking about this whole concept, and that is Scarface. And that is because the movie Scarface influenced so many different rappers' personas. It Like, 90s rap, the mafioso, um, Raekwon, like, it, it all stems from the movie Scarface. And also, I mean, Scarface is talked about on, go back and watch almost any hip-hop documentary or anything. Somebody mentioned Scarface in it. So, so Scarface was my next one. Facts. I'm actually I'm actually piggyback off you CEO and get my next one. Cause I actually mentioned I mentioned a movie as well. And these are Al Pacino films as well. So I think it's more so like an Al Pacino connection. 
I said Carlito's way or either Godfather 2. One of those. Mm-hmm. Like, one of those. Because yeah. you hear a lot of those references in hip-hop, like, and especially with Carlito's way. Uh, you want to die big time? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that all that stuff. So, I, you know, if you if you pay attention to these classic Al Pacino films, you know your favorite rappers have studied them. Maybe maybe in their lyrics, maybe in their personal lives. We don't know. Everybody's a trapper. I don't I'm not really sure, allegedly. But everybody's a <laughs> you know, lives that mafioso dope boy life. And a lot of that comes from these movies, like even Scarface too. So that that was uh, you know, another thing in my hip hop starter pack. I'm gonna go to you, John. All right. So for my next one, I have basically all rap videos from the nineties. But more, but more specifically, uh, Buster Rhymes and Missy Elliott, because during the '90s, you know, music music videos were the way for the artists to get themselves out to people. Besides mm-hmm. being on the radio, mm-hmm. so definitely uh, '90s rap videos, like they, those would never be matched ever. Yeah, creativity was at like an all time high in the '90s, and I think Dave Myers was a lot of the ones that was. Uh, Linked to uh, Buster and Missy when it came to those, because uh, he did Humble too. Because if you look at Humble, it yeah. looks like an old Buster yep. Missy video. So, yep. or even Ludacris, the old Ludacris videos too. But I'm I'm digressing. Uh, who, who's going next? Because I I, I'll take I think I got. Okay, go ahead. So my my next one is um, a. I, we have to get some type of music in here. And oh yes, what yes. what's what signi- signifies hip hop better than beef? Then this this is like the the mm. art the art the art of rap is very much it, it's a, it, um, competition is very much ingrained in the DNA of hip hop. So I wanted to pick of all the diss tracks, I wanted to pick one that really, if for anyone who's first coming into hip hop, can get what the purpose of a diss track was is. And I picked No Vaseline Ice Cube. Like nice. if you nice. if like it, it, it's it's the perfect diss track to hear for anyone who's maybe here's the first dick track diss track a it's enough of a bouncy beat to where you can kind of people especially back then you can you can still kind of dance to it, you can vibe to it but he dropped some shit in there that you just to this day if you if you hear something from no vaseline your face does you, you, your face curls up your nose flares you're just like damn i can't believe yep. he said that shit <clears throat> so no vaseline yep, right. Yeah, man, I, nice. I, I I like the music. I will, I'm I'm right there with you. So for for my next uh, entry into my hip hop starter pack, I actually picked the album, The Chronic. Mm. And the reason I went with The Chronic is because if you look for like a a personification, well, not a personification, but like something that signifies gangster rap, I'm gonna point you in that way. I'm like, hey, if you want to listen to something that's like West Coast gangster rap, listen to The Chronic. You got the production. You got you know classic songs on there. Uh, the skits, like the skits were like, you've never heard anything cra- like as crazy as the chronic at that time. And it still, you know, holds up to this, you know, to this day. So I would definitely say the chronic Dr. Dre is an album that somebody that needs that introduction to hip hop as raunchy as the chronic is. <laughs> you need to know about that. Right. All right. Oh, Johnny. So my next one is, is another documentary and it's called Fresh Dressed. Mm-hmm. And this mm. document, this documentary basically goes through all of the different hip hop styles throughout the decades. Yeah. So you got Run DMC, you got LL Cool J, you got Dapper Dan and how he used to style everybody. You have um, you got Diddy. Uh, who else? You just got all the all the hip hop fashion and how how it evolved from Kango hats, gold rope chains, Adidas. Glasses, uh, glasses, yeah, all like all yeah. of that. Like, mm-hmm. f- first, it's actually on Netflix, and it's still on Netflix. Uh, it's actually a really, really, really dope documentary. So, I definitely encourage y'all to check that out if y'all haven't. Yeah, man. With the fashion, you gotta, you gotta have the fashion. That's always part of the gear. That's that's yes. very, very important in hip hop because yes. if you don't look the part, uh, we'll take serious facts, facts. Now I'm getting down to, I'm down to my last item. Everybody down to their last item. Okay. Uh I'll go first. Cause I know y'all go y'all go y'all go get on my head, but I don't give a damn. Um <laughs> another album. Now why would y'all know me? And I'm I'm gonna look at y'all faces when I say this. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. If I'm gonna do a hip hop starter fact, yeah, I know I'm going Jay-Z something in here. Oh yeah. So I, the, I blue, the blueprint. <laughs> uh, starter yeah. pack. 
Start a plant blueprint. You get it? Uh, no, nothing. That was a bar. All right, fuck y'all. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but no. Um, the blueprint definitely a classic album. Like if you look at it, it came on came out on September 11, 2001. A date that lives in U.S. infamy. But um, definitely a classic album. Like it was Kanye's coming out party. If you're talking about a producer, he did produce up until the blueprint. But the blueprint was like definitely his, you know, his coming out party. Like people started paying attention to Kanye because he got a number one single off of H to the Izzo. Uh, the beef, the takeover, the intro track. Uh, he came at Nas, which was one of the greatest hip hop beefs of all time. Jay Z and Nas. So I mean, it's it's a it's definitely a I would say a, a moment caught, captured in time because you had that beef with Jay-Z when it are, arguably his best work. Uh, Kanye production all throughout the album, soul samples, it definitely changed the game past that. So that's why I put the blueprint in my top five. Well, not my top five, but my starter pack. Yeah. <clears throat> CEO, what you got, man? So this this last one, I, I, went, I was going to go a few different ways with it so i was originally thinking about putting do the right thing in there just because that's very much hip-hop it's spike lee boombox like all that decided against it then i thought about a rope chain Uh. decided against that too Mm -hmm. if i'm doing a hip-hop starter pack i am taking every and this is not just because i'm i'm a fan of his but because of what (laughs) he is in the game and, and what how versatile he is i'm taking every single Royce the five nine verse ever on the MP3 and I'm putting it in there on top of also on the MP3 every Kanye West instrumental ever those two things hip hop that's hip hop yeah I like I, I like that I like that those Kanye instrumentals are just godly man godly but the best I, they ever do it with samples man yeah, well, well, Ar- arguably, arguably. Okay, okay. Now I was just I was thinking about Dilla and things like that because you know Dilla influenced Kanye, but you know, hey Kanye, I, he, he took the torch and ran with it. But Student you know, becomes a teacher type shit. You but know. Yeah, pretty much, Mr. Miyagi. You know that. Yeah. that you know, he, <laughs> but now John, it's on you, bro. Okay, so for my last one, it's definitely going to be an album, but I couldn't decide what specific album because there's so much. Like, so what I tried to do mm-hmm. is break it down by decades. If that's all right, so it's hey, quite a few. Okay. So it, it's it's comprised of like singles and albums. So okay. just follow me. So from the eighties, I got Rappers Delight. I got mm-hmm. Straight Out of Compton. Mm-hmm. I got Everything by Rakim, and and Everything by the Fresh Prince. Mm, okay. Now okay. that's basically the show where where hip hop started with Rappers Delight. The birth of I guess you could say gangster rap was Straight Out of Compton. Mm-hmm. The God, the God MC Rakim yeah. and uh, storytelling by Fresh by the Fresh Prince. For mm-hmm. somebody that's coming into hip hop, I would like for them to know you don't have to you don't have to always be aggressive and cuss when you rap. Like you don't have to. Mm-hmm. Like there are there are great rappers who don't use such aggression. So definitely something I wanted to instill in somebody that's not of the culture. Yeah. Um, in nineties. I got Buster Rhymes, I got Missy Elliott, and I got Biggie. You can't have can't have any type of starter pack without Biggie to me. That's that's just me though. Two thousands, I got Eminem, I got Fifty Cent, and I got Nelly. Okay. Now Nelly is just to show where all these new cats got their shit from, basically. Talk, talk. Like there's a whole sub genre of hip hop where people rap and sing at the same time. And you need they need to know where that came from. Put, put some respect on Nelly name, man. Keep going. I'm trying not to get hyped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, in the 2010s, I got uh Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole. Okay. So that that's my my last one. I guess it's a collection of singles and albums for somebody to sift through. So yeah. are we doing honorable mentions? If you got one. <laughs> I got two actually. So my first my first honorable mention is Cyphers. All mm. ciphers because mm. that's how mm. rap started. Like it started uh, in New York with people just on the block, just rapping to each other with people with turntables. Like that's how it started. And then I got a boombox. Got a boombox boom with a cassette with a cassette tape player. Like that's how people got their music. Cassette tape. Like that's oh, bro, man, for real. So those are my two honorable mentions. I like I like that man. Hey, so. I, I like what we did here, fellas. Like, just, you know, getting this pack to somebody, hoping that this would influence them to, you know, love hip-hop as much as we do, because that's pretty much what we just did. 
He gave them all the elements or tried to definitely, you know, incorporate these things and say, hey, this is hip hop. This is what you need to know, what you need to understand. And here it is. Hope they, you know, people just, you know, enjoy the culture as much as we do. I would like our listeners to kind of chime back in on this. You know, what do you think would be dope in a hip hop starter pack? You know, let us know. Uh, anything else, folks? Uh, let's give them the, the social media shit. We oh, yeah, yeah, of course. You know, we'll do all that. Uh, oh. I'll start with you, CEO. Where can I'm people C- find you, man? I'm CEO Hayes. You can find me at C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E on any major social media platform that I want you to follow me on. That'll be my name. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> Johnny? Uh, y'all can find me on Twitter, J-O-N, two underscores, and the letter B. And, hey, I'm the mind of Ralph on Instagram and Twitter. And if you feel like, you know, Snapchat, you know, I'm on there, too. But you, you ain't got to. But, <laughs> but I'm the mind of Ralph on those platforms. If you want to follow us, the, the group on Twitter is uh, The Breaks Radio. Yep. On Twitter? Okay. Yep. And the email is TheBreaksRadio at gmail.com. And, hey, that was uh, episode three. Yeah. Yeah, man. We out, we out. man. Peace. Peace. Oh